0: Log Talk Radio.
1: And welcome to Beauty Talk. I'm your host, Janice Tunnell, for today, Sunday, July 26th. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, we have a great guest planned for the show tonight, but before we get to the guest, I just want to remind everyone that if you have a comment or a question, you can give us a call at 914-803-4399. Again, that number is 914 803 4399 Nine, nine. And I'm going to turn it over to Denise. She has some beauty news for us. Let me bring her on the line. Good evening, everyone, and thank you all for uh, joining, us, joining us once again for Beauty Talk. We are so happy to have you. Just wanted to give a quick shout-out to some of our listeners um, around the world um, we appreciate you all for tuning in each and every week, whether it's on the live show or whether it's on the playback. We want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. So of course, we want to say thank you to our uh, listeners here in the U.S. for constantly joining us um, on Beauty Talk, but also uh, runner-up, the U.K. We thank you guys for uh, hanging in here with us and always uh, supporting, so thank you so very much. And also to... Our neighbors uh, north of us in Canada, and and Australia, and Singapore, and just all over the world—so many different places. We we probably don't have time to name them all, but we just thank you all for tuning in to Beauty Talk each and every week. We're so appreciative. Just quickly, just wanted to give um, a couple things for the beauty news. Um, It's an unprecedented time in our lives. Things are uncertain and changing daily. With that in mind and with your feedback, PBA, the Professional Beauty Association, is announcing a shift in the ISSE 2021 2021 dates, which will be held on March 13th through 15th of 2021 in Long Beach, California at the Long Beach Convention Center. Uh, PBA, PBA says that they know it's important to reconnect with Uh, with the community and to get back to business, but safety is the number one priority. So be assured that they are working closely with the Long Beach Convention Center to ensure ISSE 2021 follows the latest recommendations of public health experts and standards set by the federal, state, and local governments. They are dedicated to delivering the best possible ISSE experience while implementing new standards and protocols to keep you safe. They can't wait to reconnect with everyone in March of 2021. So again, new dates for ISSD 2021 in Long Beach, California. The new date will be March 13th through 15th, 2021. Okay, and then just quickly, um, there's a new tool out there called GenBook. It's a free two-minute business assessment and personalized action plan. This tool was built alongside entrepreneurs and industry experts. To find real opportunities that fit each business's needs individually. Have you wondered if you're leaving revenue on the table? If your answer is yes, you know that the path to success isn't as, isn't as easy, um, isn't an easy one, and that leaving money on the table is a missed opportunity. Jen books 22,000 plus entrepreneurs in hair, beauty, and wellness were facing this problem, and so. They created a tool to help entrepreneurs find lost revenue and opportunities to ramp up business while keeping everyone safe. So you can take a business health check, and basically uh, the business health check is free, and you get a personalized and easy-to-action plan that will give you inspiration to drive more revenue for your business, as well as a business health check completion badge to show off your achievements. As an entrepreneur, you are the risk takers, the dreamers, the doers, the opportunity makers, and the opportunity takers. You need a goal, a vision, and a plan. You need a strategy to make things work. You need a system to help you stick to that plan. GenBook's business health check can help. Take the health check today, and to do that, you can go to info.genbook.com. That's info.genbook.com. All right, thank you so much for that. Again, uh, if you have comments or questions, you can call us at 914-803-4399. Um, today we are speaking with makeup artist, beauty blogger, she's a marketing consultant, and she's the founder of the Glow Getter Collective, Eilish Lucas. I'm going to bring her on the line right now. Hi, Elise. Hello. How are you? I'm great, thank you. How are you? We are wonderful. Um, you're speaking with Janice and Denise. We sound a lot alike, so you may get confused <laughs> as to who you're speaking with, but it's okay. That's it's okay. all right. <laughs> Thank you so much uh, for being our guest this evening. We greatly appreciate you being here. Why don't you start off the conversation just by introducing yourself to our listening audience and tell them a little bit about what you
0: do. Sure. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. I'm very honored to be on your podcast. And um, hello everyone who's listening. I am Alish. I'm the founder of the GlowGetterCollective.com, which is an online membership to help natural beauty brands with their marketing strategy. And I help them clarify their positioning, create race and to grow their revenue so they can feel that freedom that they want in their business rather than it being a strain on their life, in their relationships, with their family, and to help them achieve their dreams. Um and I also do some beauty blogging in the natural and organic sphere, which is the multi-award winning blog called the Glow Getter Doc po as well. So um, I hang out on Instagram as the GlowGetter official. Um, so, yeah, it kind of, it, it all encompasses, like it all crosses over each other um, and started off with the blogging and then went into the marketing consultancy because that's my background as well. But I'm just a massive, massive fan of natural and organic beauty. You sound like a busy young lady.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do like to keep myself busy.
1: <laughs> it's a lot. I mean, I'm trying to figure out where to start because I'm. I, I want to hear about it all. Um, you, what inspired you to start blogging? Let's start there.
0: Okay, so I'd always had an interest in beauty, and um, I was I was working as a full time marketing strategist um, about ten years ago, but had always just been fascinated by it I was the person at university who you'd walk into their bedroom and it would be like this salon where I'd always be doing people's nails and I'd be doing my makeup and I just loved it and decided when I was working that I knew the company I was working for wasn't for me and decided to go and train part-time as a makeup artist at the London College of Fashion so would head there in the evenings after work and then learn and just be really creative and I love that and then I went and assisted on um, some shoots like with Vanity Fair and MTV and I was like this is really cool but it's not quite it and then I carried on working and then trained as a beauty therapist and thought I wanted my own spa and then went to work as a business development manager in a couple of spas in London and was like this is really cool but it's not quite it. And then I ended up having, yeah, I ended up going over to New Zealand for a couple of years and working for um, an organic uh, skincare company out there. And I was like, this is really cool, could be it. Um, And then ended up coming back to the UK again and um, stepping up my blog um, again because I'd started it a little while back. And then that went on to running online events to help women get glowing skin. And then that went into the consultancy. Now, if I backtrack slightly, one of the main things that spurred me into the beauty blogging a lot more was when I was in New Zealand, I came off the pill because I wanted to just be a little bit more natural. And at the time, I was think I was about 33. And I was like, you know, I want to live that hashtag natural life. So came off it, and within a month, my my skin had broken out into the worst hormonal acne I've ever known, and I had spots all across my face, all across my neck, my forehead, my back, and I'd go to the I'd go to the toilet in the afternoon, and I would have to dab my forehead. There would be that much oil. So oh wow, yeah, it was horrendous. Like I, I it affected my confidence so much. And it wasn't until about a year and a half later after trying everything known to man that I found um, I was speaking to a lady who was from America and she had a natural skincare brand and she was like, hey, I understand what you're going through. I went through this as well. Try these products and see how you go. And I was like, mm, okay, we'll give this a go, but I'm pretty like, I'm pretty sure they're not going to work." And within 30 <laughs> days, my skin had completely cleared up, and it was the transformation was insane. So um, that's what inspired the online events that I was running, um, which then ended up going into the strategy side because they were quite successful, and I, I was help, I was speaking to so many brands that needed help. So what what was the brand that helped to clear your skin? <laughs> I love that. Everybody asked that. That like, ooh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's called Skin Owl. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. It's a natural brand. Um, and, um, yeah, it's called Skin Owl. And there was two products that the owner, Annie, had recommended to me. And one was her face soap, which I think it had tomato in it. I can't remember the name of it. Mm-hmm. But then they had a second product called Beauty Whip, which was a face mask. But she said, just wear it as a moisturizer and try and not use any makeup um, on your skin just for 30 days. Just try it. Um, and those are the two products that just completely transform my skin. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, you, know, nice.
1: You, talk about, you talk about the five glow goals to glowing skin. Can you, can you talk a little bit more about that with us?
0: Yes. So whilst I was on this whole journey of trying to figure out how to sort my skin out, I I definitely feel like whilst I say those products transform my skin, there were four other things that I did to help my skin, which showed some improvement. Um, And I like to talk about these five goals, which are what you eat, what you think, how you move, what you use and what you do. And these are very much born out of a lot of the time, skincare is almost the icing on the cake yes the products are important and they can have this real transformational effect but if you're eating rubbish you're thinking rubbish you're not moving your body you're not doing what you're meant to with your life then everything just kind of doesn't really get to where you want it to be and get that true happiness and really feeling like you're getting that glow from the inside and out so the Mm -hmm. the first glow goal is what you eat so if you're eating rubbish, then that is absolutely going to come out in your skin. And I really remember a lady called Dr. Libby, who is a very famous, uh, new, I think it's a biochemical nutritionist, or it's, one, it's the other way around, I'm not quite sure. And she's very famous in Australia and New Zealand for talking about your kidney being overloaded, your kidneys and your liver and things being overloaded. And they're like a motorway. And when things are running smoothly, all the, all the traffic's going through absolutely fine and all the toxins are going out of your body and there's not a problem. But when you start to eat rubbish and you drink too much alcohol and maybe you're smoking and maybe you're just not drinking enough water, then it's, your kidneys start to get backed up. And so it's like a traffic jam. And that means that not all the toxins can move like move through your body and come out of your system normally. So they have to find other ways of coming out. And one of those ways is through your skin, which is why when you eat really badly and you've not had your sleep and all that jazz, that's when um, the problems with the spots start coming out through your body. Um, so that's the first thing. So what you eat, then what you think is the second glow goal. And this is where... If you are super stressed out, then I think the most important thing out of those five glow goals is to deal with your stress because you can eat right, you can do all the exercise, you can use really amazing products and you can have a great job. But if you're so stressed out, then that is going to put such a strain on your body that it's not going to be able to perform properly. So you need to get that stress into check. So one of the things that I was doing was a lot of meditation and a lot of yoga. And I still do do those things um, like nearly every day uh, because they're just so important. So that's um, what the second goal goal is. So we've got what you eat, what you think, how you move is the third one. You need to be moving your body every single day to help with the lymphatic drainage, So that because with lymphatic drainage, um, basically that can't be moved normally in your that can't be moved without you doing something in your body. So to get rid of certain toxins, you need to be making sure that you're doing exercise every day in terms of you could just go for a 10, 15 minute walk and that will help. Or if you're body brushing or something, that will also help as well. But if you're sat there. Like staring at your belly button all day and not doing anything and watching Netflix for hours, then that's just not going to help your glow. So that's the third one. Um, The fourth one is what you use. So that's obviously around beauty products. Um, I'm a firm believer in natural and organic and it really working. And I I really personally believe in that. Some people think that natural and organic is a load of old tosh and they don't like it. And that is completely fine because it's really personal. But for me and seeing the transformation in my skin and also using products when my skin was super, super sensitive years back and discovering organic, I really, truly believe that it can help a lot of people. And plus, we don't really know what the cumulative effects are of all of these, all of these different chemicals that we're using every single day in multiple products over a long period of time so it, it we're kind of human guinea pigs in a, in a way because we've never been exposed to this many chemicals ever in our life so i would just personally want to reduce that exposure through using natural and organic and then the final thing is what you do so if you're not doing something you love then you're not a tree move And go and do something else that lights you up and makes you feel really excited to get up in the morning. And I think Steve Jobs said something like, if you get up up every day over like a month and you're not excited about what you're doing, then make a change. Because life's one great big adventure, right? So why would you stick in something that you really hated for so long when you could take a risk and live a life of adventure and it could be magical?
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think those those five things that you just mentioned not only lead um, to, you know, glowing skin, but I think just a healthier lifestyle in general. Um, yes. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a win-win for the skin, for your life, and just all around, um, just your all-around everyday life. I think those are great, great goals, great tips. Uh thanks for sharing yes, that. Great. I appreciate you um, let's, let's talk a little bit though i I so much I want to talk to you about, but let's talk a little bit about um about skin um, and I agree with what you were saying about the natural organic i'm when it comes to skin care for me, I like to go the natural organic route um mm-hmm. But you know, some people but some people don't know the importance of that. You know, like you said it is about your personal preference, but I feel like if people knew more about natural products, I think they would be into it a little bit more. Cuz like you said, like you just said, you know, we haven't been exposed to as many chemicals that we had, you know, that we're experiencing now. You know, it's, it's so much more out there now than before. Um, and you know, I, 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 actually, I'm sorry. I was going to say, I, I think some people feel like natural is not effective, but nothing's going to be effective if, if you're not going to use it. So you have to, you know, whatever the product is, you have to use it for it to, to work or so that you can see the results of the product. But I think people just feel like natural is not going to work. But I I totally disagree with that. Yeah, absolutely. I sometimes believe they think that when you say natural, that it's missing something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, mm-hmm. it's missing all the chemicals. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you say to to people who who are who are on the fence about it or or don't know like you know don't know which way to go uh, when it comes to natural skincare products?
0: Yeah. So great question. I think I have a before and after that I can you can see a difference in my skin. And I partly myself was quite skeptical, which is why I took the before picture. because I was like, well, if this really does work, then it will be great. But if it doesn't, then, you know, well, never mind, I'll try something else. So when I saw the real difference and uh, in my skin, I was like, well, this is a, an, an all-natural product, and it completely transformed not only my skin but the way I felt about myself. And First of all, that's the beauty of skincare. And if anybody says that beauty and skincare is not an emotional issue, then they have never had skincare problems before. But in terms of going back to your question with what would I say to somebody who's kind of on the fence with it, I'd say go and look at my before and after pictures. But then secondly, what natural skincare does is it works more with your skin's natural microbiome. So we have this natural layer, um, like it's like an acid mantle on our skin, and what non-natural products tend to do. It, for example, say if they have an ingredient such as SLS in them or sodium lauryl sulfate, that's the thing that makes your uh, shampoo foam, your toothpaste foam, or your face washes foam. And, that is in, and what that does is it takes all your makeup off, which is great, but it also strips your skin of all of its natural oils because what it does is it dries your skin out. So whenever you use it, you'll always feel that real tightness in your skin afterwards, where you're like, oh, I really need to put moisturizer on. And when we use those types of chemicals, what then that does to our skin is say it signals that, oh well, you don't have enough oil on your skin, and therefore I need your the body needs to produce more and more. So that's when the overproduction of oil starts to happen and that's when you start to get spots. And if you can use products that are more natural and organic and they're more they're kinder to your skin and they don't have chemicals like that in them, then it just stresses the skin out less and it helps to restore it a lot better and just make and calm it down a lot more now there is an argument a counter argument which I'm aware of, and it might be going down a rabbit hole where Some natural products will not work on your skin and some natural products will actually bring you out in a rash because not everybody is going to have the same response to um, a skin product. So it is quite tricky when if you do want to go move over to natural and organic, you're having to test and try new products again. And you might have been using the same product that your mum had recommended to you when you were 15 and you're now 30. And then that means you've got to spend some money to then try a few different brands to see what works. And that can be frustrating, but then you would be doing that if you were just going to move over to a different skincare brand anyway, and just and break away from what you'd always be using. So that you do have to test and keep an open mind and try because some products will work and some products worry regardless of whether you go natural or not.
1: Nice. Now you have the, I'm making sure I'm saying this correctly, the Glow Getter, is there like a conference that you have? The Glow Summit? The Glow Summit. Yeah, the the Glow Summit. Um, Tell us a little bit about the Glow Summit and your – because I think the Glow Summit and then there's the Glowing Skin Detox. Talk a little bit about, about both of those.
0: Yeah, so I previously run online events, which are called Glow Summit, to help women get natural and glowing skin, and they were based all around those five Glow Goals. So I would interview experts within those areas of um, food. So I would interview nutritionists. So like I mentioned before, um, the lady, Dr. Libby Weaver, I interviewed her. Um, I interviewed experts like Dr. Christiane Northrup, um, who's one of Oprah's Super Soul 100, um, been voted one of the most trusted voices in America for uh, women's health, Um, and also experts in Meditation and yoga teachers, experts in skincare, and I brought brought brands on board to interview them, and then also experts in business. and If you wanted to set up your own business uh, as well to inspire you in the what you do section, and these uh, ran I, I've run them for the past couple of years. I haven't done one this year, but um, they're available to buy um, on my website. Uh, all the previous interviews and just to help inspire people to know that there was a better way. And if they felt really overwhelmed and lost with their skin issues, that they could come and listen to these experts that they wouldn't necessarily be able to access unless they paid thousands and thousands of pounds for them. And it was just to help them, to give them advice, to put that put the onus back on them to feel like they could make a change and they could... Help their skin get better personally, because I feel like a lot of times when we go to the doctors, they most of them are amazing. But then some of them will just really let you down. They're like, oh, you've got to go on Roaccutane or Accutane, depending on where you are. And that was not an option for me. Um, I was recommended it, but it was just not an option that I wanted to go down. So I had to be my own uh, my own like detective in a way. And when I came across all these people who were so inspiring that helped me then get my glowing skin back, I wanted to be able to share it with other people. So that's where the the glow summit came from.
1: Nice. Now what, what about your, um, because you also did a summit, at, I think it was maybe back in March, the the breakthrough
0: brand summit. Yes. So that was for natural beauty brands where um, because COVID-19 happened, um, I was living in Lisbon at the time and on my way back to the UK because I thought it was better just to kind of get home because we didn't really know how long things were lasting and all that jazz. So I I kept seeing everybody panicking about it and I was like, well, I can either sit here and panic myself or I can Mm -hmm. use this energy to do something. And help people so I decided to help these natural beauty brands through interviewing experts within the areas of marketing and business so it would help inspire them to then go I can do this it's okay and to see COVID-19 as a massive opportunity to get their digital marketing sorted so that they would come out the other side stronger Mm -hmm. and more resilient um so I I it was kind of crazy though. I I decided I was going to do it on the Sunday, and then nine days later had done the event, and um it was it was crazy. But the amount of support was incredible. We had over a thousand brands that signed up uh, within those nine days. Um, I'd interviewed the founder of Feel Unique, um, who, which is a massive, massive beauty brand over here. Um, I'd interviewed loads of seven figure business owners who just gave such inspiring advice. And the feedback that I got from these natural brands was incredible. Some of them saying life changing, some of them saying they were getting really emotional because I could have charged like a priceless amount for it and I gave it away for free. So it was it was a really great like thing that I'm so glad I decided to do because, you know, when you're on the edge of trying to decide whether you're going to do this particular thing or not and you're like oh you know it's going to be loads of work but then you know it could really mm-hmm. help people and you're like do I don't I do I don't I and then I was like no let's just do this come on and um, yeah I'm so so pleased that I did
1: and so so all of the people that particip- other than the brands that signed up all of the people that participated just freely gave information to help these brands yes That's awesome.
0: I know. It was so, yeah, it was so generous of them. And there was loads of different synchronicities where, you know, when you decide something, Providence moves and magic starts to happen. And I randomly reached out to, I think it was the founder of Feel Unique on LinkedIn. And uh, Mm -hmm. I I was connected with him and I just didn't know how, but I messaged him and said, this is what I'm doing. I want to help. Would you be interested? And he was like, send me an email. And then ended up coming on board and was like, I normally don't do any interviews, but you know, COVID happened and I've got some free time. So yeah, sure. And I was like, awesome. And then there was another lady called Millie Kendall um, who has an OBE and she um, thought she had an OBE for her services to beauty within the UK economy and industry. And I guessed her email address and she replied to me and said, yes, she'd love to be involved. And now I'm working with them and I I run their online webinars for them every month. Um, So there was just kind of crazy synchronicities like that that had happened. And it's, um, it's just all because I decided to do something. So if anybody's out there and they're sat on the edge of an idea that they have or want to reach out to somebody or do something, I just like would say, go do it. Because when you decide, and you start to take action; magical things
1: happen. Absolutely, absolutely. So, can you can you talk to, talk to us a little bit about the work that you do with some of the brands that you work with, like your, um, you know, your marketing strategies and the whole social media aspect of it all?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I run an online membership called the Glow Gatter Collective. Um, as part of that, I help teach natural beauty brands about marketing and social media strategy because I kept seeing that there was loads and loads of these amazing brands with incredible products and they were the expert in creating and formulating these products, but they just had no clue about how to market them. And I really wanted to help them stop wasting loads of money on things like, PR agencies massive digital agencies Facebook mm-hmm. ads until mm-hmm. they got the basics right and some right. of those basics were like what is the problem that you solve and who is your dream target audience I always call mm-hmm. these things the unsexy side of marketing because nobody wants to do them everybody just wants to grow right. their Instagram account and be like right. oh how do I get followers and like a to 10,000 followers and I'm like You need to stop with that and just take a breath for a second and let's refocus on why you're doing this in the first place and who you're trying to reach out to. And so that's kind of the first part of what I teach them. is about the problem they solve, their dream target audience, how to then write that copy so that it connects with their audience on that emotional level so that then they grow into this tribe that follows them who then turn into sales so that's one of the things that I look at then the next thing is once we've built on that we then look at their social media and marketing strategy how they can create content themselves because they, everybody thinks that they need to have like an amazing photographer and spend loads of money on a photo shoot and mm-hmm. they shouldn't be doing uh, Instagram until it all looks perfect and they've got loads of um, amazing images and I'm like no you can do a lot of it yourself So let me show you how. So there's things like that in there. And then also one of the most important things that I focus on is building your email list. Because with social media, it's great, but it's like a rented house. You do not own it. You don't own any of that data. So you need to, once you're building up your social media, bring those people over onto your email list and love them hard. So show them what it's like to be part of your brand and part of your tribe so that then they can go, oh, my goodness, this is amazing. And then it also starts to build build that audience base and it builds that customer base so you can start to increase your sales. And what's been particularly interesting is that since lockdown has happened and COVID-19, I've gotten so many emails from my brand saying, oh, English, this email marketing really works, doesn't it? I sent one out and I got some sales and I'm like, you can't say so um, <laughs> those are the things like I, I, I want to empower women uh, to be able to learn this stuff for themselves so that they stop wasting that money on those marketing agencies. Because I've had so many brands come to me saying, I've spent 10, 20,000 pounds mm-hmm. on this marketing on my website and it's not conversing. And I'm like, well, that's quite obvious to me. Why? Because we've not, you've not connected all the dots together. So let's sit down and go through this. So that's what I help them with. And we've had some great results where brands have gone from earning like £800 a month, um, which I think is just over $1,000, to consistently 10, 40 grand a month. And we've had conversion rates go from 1.6% to 6% consistently. (laughs) Instagram Instagram accounts grow by 41% in a matter of weeks. So I know it works. And it's just such a joy to be able to see everything really working and people being able to achieve their dreams because that's what it's all about. Yeah.
1: And and email marketing is kind of like an old school thing. When you think about before social media was really big, we kind of depended on that. You know what I mean? You've depended on on who, who was a part of your network, you know, who you could send out an email to or a newsletter to or, you know, or something to. That's just kind of how we generated business for a moment before social media became a thing. So I think it's always important to
0: to always have that. Yeah, absolutely. I think if there's nothing else that a natural run takes off this podcast It just needs to be to grow your email list because the more Mm -hmm. you focus on growing your email list and growing your audience, the easier it will be for them in the long run. I think everybody's so immediate thinking right now. We're like, Where's the followers? Like, I need to grow by 10 followers today or 100 followers or 1,000 followers. And it's like, hang on a second. You're not in business for the next three months to make a quick buck and then leave. You're in it for the long haul because you have this mission. So set yourself up for success right from the beginning. And it's so interesting talking to brands who are like, I'm going to launch in two months' time. And I've got my products ready, and I've got the branding sorted, and everything looks beautiful. When do you think I should start like building my audience and like joining Instagram and and um, looking at my website? And I'm like, hmm, probably like about six to nine months ago. But like, we can start right now. And they're like, oh, I I, I just need to think about this marketing thing after I launch. And I'm like. No, no, you shouldn't. You need to be thinking about it right now because you're going to launch and be like, hey, everyone, I've launched my product, And it's going to be tumbleweed because you haven't built that mm-hmm. audience up and nobody cares. So right. that's why it's so, so important that you need to be able to have this audience who's engaged with you, who's invested in what you're doing and has bought into you setting up this brand and, and what your mission is so that then they can buy from you.
2: Right.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Are there are there any are there any key pointers that you
1: have um as far as the email list is concerned? Are there any things that we should know um about uh, growing the list or you know, maintaining the list? Um what what we should be focusing on when we are we're sending um information out to the particular list?
0: Yeah. So great question. So the first thing I would say is if you say on your website or anywhere, sign up to my newsletter so you can get weekly tips and tricks. It's like, no, snore. That is not going to happen because people don't care. (laughs) Who wants to sign up to another email list? when they're all their inbox is already absolutely overflowing and they can't keep up with it so what you need to do instead is to offer some value to that person so it could be here's 10 top tips on how to get glowing skin and it's a free download or here's an interview I did with this expert on how to get your best skin ever and it's it's providing that value up front for somebody so that they go well this was worth it absolutely I'm going to fill out my email address so I can get this. And then on the back of that, you then have a welcome series that then says, Hey, thank you so much for joining us. Um, I'm signing up up for the list. Here's the freebie that you had. Um, And then you introduce yourself as the brand founder and like start to really love that person because if they bothered to take the time to fill out the details, to then come onto your email list, then that means that they are interested in you as a brand. So you've got to impress them. Whereas if you are just like, yeah, okay, thanks for signing up to my list, and you give them the freebie and that's it, then they're like, oh, okay. And then they forget about you. Whereas what you need to be is memorable. And the way to do that is to wow them and go the extra mile with everything that you do and go over and above. So that's one of the first things that I would say. The second thing is make sure that you're contacting those people weekly and providing value for them. So one of the top tips that I always say is think about what questions you get asked as an expert um, in your natural beauty brand and answer those questions as blog posts and then give snippets In the email, so say hey, um, it's X from this natural beauty brand. Um, I hope you're really well. One of the main questions I get asked is, uh, what do I do when I have um, a really bad case of acne, and how can I make it better within the next like few days? Um, I've decided to put all of my answers and all of my expertise into this blog post, um, which would take which has ten top tips on how to get rid of your acne within the next three days. Just click below to find out more. And then you get, they, they then tend to click on that link, to which takes them through to your blog and your website. So then they can look around a bit more. And then you can provide value by offering the products that you think will really help them, which will then hopefully help them convert and start buying. So make sure that you're sending them weekly emails because the thing is people forget about you. Because they're busy, everybody is thinking about themselves and their own lives, so you have to be that person, if you're going to jump into their inbox, that gives them massive value, so that then they remember you and think, oh, yes, I need to click on that email, because the last time I got one off her, it was really, really helpful. So that's the Mm -hmm. next thing that I would recommend there. And then finally, just keep growing it. Don't worry about the numbers. Just focus on engagement. And focus on helping those people. And if somebody bothers to reply to your email or ask you a question, make sure that you reply to them and give them loads of help. And speak to them like they're human beings, not like that they've just got a purse that you get money out of them. Like they're human beings and they want help. And if they don't buy from you this time but you give them loads of value, then they'll be sure to remember you and probably buy from you later on down the line.
1: Great advice. Oh wow, that's that's great. Um, you know, it's about like you said, it's about engaging, helping and meeting them at a need. Um and then just keep, just keep working it.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And it, it it is a case of you've just got to keep going. Do you remember in um when you watched uh the I think it was Pixar, um the Finding Nemo film where uh, they they keep saying I think it was Dory goes, just keep swimming, swimming, swimming. And you're like, just keep going. And remember that because it's yeah. can be yeah. difficult when you've got your own business and things are like the cricket because nobody's around and you're, you're trying to grow this audience. But if you remember, everybody starts at zero and, even the people who now have hundreds of thousands of followers and they're really successful businesses or bloggers, everybody wants started with no followers. And it's just try and remember not to compare your chapter one to somebody's chapter 20, because that comparisonitis mm-hmm. really, really stop you from moving forward.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Now I know that, um, You know, I know that there are brands, and we've probably touched on this a little bit already, but I know that, you know, a lot of brands out there, you know, we talked about them feeling overwhelmed and, and you know, because they feel like they have to do it all. Um, when it comes to social media, because this was always one of my problems at first, but I came to the understanding that, one, I kind of have to know where my audience hangs out. You know, are they on Instagram? You know, where are they? Are they on Facebook? Um, sometimes when it, when you're talking about a lot of younger people, a lot of times you'll find them on Instagram all the time. Um, depending on the age group, you may find them only on Facebook, or you may find them split between Facebook and Instagram. Um, how important is it to, one, know where your audience hangs out? And then, two, I kind of wanted to know about, like, when it comes to natural beauty brands, do you find um a lot, well I guess it depends on who the who the person is but with a lot of natural beauty brands are most people hanging out on social media platforms like Instagram and Pinterest um you know or, or where are they how important is it to know where your audience
0: is yeah great question so it's imperative that you know where your audience is because you need to go to them to show them that you have a product that is absolutely going to help them. And as a natural beauty brand at the beginning, your only problem is awareness. And that is great because you can solve that problem. Whereas if it was a problem that you couldn't solve, you'd be in a bit of a pickle. So you need to, first of all, understand who that dream target audience is on that real emotional level. So that you can not only know where they are hanging out on social media, but also then be able to connect with them and use words that resonate with them, use quotes that resonate with them, use images that resonate with them. And one of the main places that most brands hang out is actually Instagram. Everybody's on there, um, regardless of normally the age group, unless it's like an over 60 thing, because um, Instagram, I think the age over 40 uh, women over 40 are, still, like, they're on Instagram and they're a growing audience on there. I think it grew, like, 20% or something Of over 40s were um, starting to hang out on Instagram more, not just on Facebook. So... Your audience is mainly over there. Now, what I would recommend to natural beauty brands is to choose one social media channel, because sometimes it can be really overwhelming when you're looking at Pinterest or you're looking at Facebook, you're looking at Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, all of these different things. And you're like, oh, my goodness, what do I choose? I feel like I need to be everywhere all at once. And it actually better for you if you just choose one of them and really focus on growing that audience on there and focus on engaging with them and loving on them hard so that then they know that's where you show up and on an energetic level as well if you are spread out really thinly across all the social media channels then it just it's obvious that you're not getting back to people you're not really spending time on it and engaging whereas if you're on one particular channel all the time, and just focusing your energy and growing that particular um, or that particular audience on that um, social media channel, then it really really shows, and you grow way quicker, and your engagement is a lot higher now, in terms of which one do you choose, you do have to go back to knowing your audience and yes okay. Um, so say, for example, Pinterest is a great one if you particularly are interested in helping um, people with DIY beauty. Um, it's also absolutely amazing because it's a search engine. It's not just a social media channel, so it can be super powerful to bring people back to your website. Um, Instagram, everybody hangs out there. It's like a party. Um, it is very, it is easy to grow on there, but it's also hard if you don't have the right strategies so, but you can glean so much information from there and you get to connect with your audience on a, a really, really personal level with them. So I think it's quite magical being on there. Um, Facebook is great for the older generations um, and is still really a, a really useful uh, channel to be on. Um, but you do kind of have to promote quite a lot of stuff and do a lot of paid ads on there to help get your, your posts and your message to your audience. So I would just consider that if you were thinking about going down that route Um, and Twitter, for example, there's a lot of journal requests on there. So if you're looking for PR, it's a great place to go. Um, It's not dead by any way, shape or form whatsoever. Um, But I feel like everybody just wants to hang out on Instagram because that's where the party's at. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um,
1: I want to go back just a little bit to the Glow Getter uh, Collective. Can you, for those who may be interested, can you tell us, um, how that works? Like, you know, where, where would, if I, you know, I have a natural beauty brand, where would I
0: start? Sure. So firstly, head on over to the glow and on there is uh, all the information you need about the membership community. Now what Mm -hmm. the membership community entails is a live training once a month on a particular area of marketing and then, it, and then at the end of the month, there is a hot seat section. So we get people, brands get to come on board and ask questions and I'll brainstorm with them and give them answers and help them to move through that problem. So that's um, and then there's over 12 months now of trainings in there that people get instant access to when they sign up, which takes them through a step by step guide. On You start at the top on the first training and you work your way through and you implement everything. And that really, really helps to clarify your positioning in the market. There's a website layout that I recommend in there, which has been proven to help com- like improve your conversion rates. There's um, guidance on how to build your email list in there. Also, with blog posts that are already written for you. Uh, images that are already created for you, copy that's already created for you. So I try and do it all for people because it just really, really helps to reduce that load and that overwhelm for them so that then they can implement, implement the marketing and crack on with everything else that they've got to do. So it's a step-by-step process that I take people through. So it reduces that overwhelm, like I said, and then helps them to clarify that positioning to grow that audience and then turn that audience into customers. Nice. It's
1: it's a lot. Because, um, you know, that's one of the things that I've always struggled with is social media. Like, you know, I, I'm – I'll I'll start, and everything will be fine, and I'm consistent, and then I get bored, and then I stop. <laughs> so do you, I mean, for those who may be like me, but they're building a, you know, they're trying to build their brand, you know, make people more aware of who they are, trying to get those, you know, to grow their audience, is there anything that they could do that would help them not get to the point where they're like,
0: over it so fast
1: because oh yeah life.
0: great question yeah it really is a lot now what I say to that is firstly you need to notice how you speak around social media and um you said great you're consistent but then you get bored now you need to remember what your mission is so say for example you are yeah. an actual beauty brand and you're like oh yeah like I just I just don't know what to say. I can't figure it out. And it's like, no, stop thinking about you right now. This is not about you. If you have a brand that you stop and you know it helps people and you really believe in it, then you are doing yourself and your audience a disservice by not showing up every day and helping other people. You, like it's, it's your job and your duty as the person who came onto this earth. With this mission and with these brands and with the, with this product that really helps people, it is your mission to be able to go out there and be of service to other people. So stop thinking about you and making it ego-based and start thinking about those people who really, really need your help, who are really in a pickle with their skin right now or their hair or their body care. You need to be able to help them. So imagine them sat at home feeling that overwhelm and feeling that embarrassment and frustration because their skin is awful and it's stopping them from doing what they really want to do in their life and stopping them from going out on dates and meeting like the man of their dreams and stopping them from going for that interview um, because they feel embarrassed because their skin might look awful and they don't feel like they'd be taken seriously. If you've got products that will really help people, then and you, and that's your dream audience, and you need to go out there and help them. And you not showing up consistently every single day for that person is you doing a disservice not only to yourself but to them. So that's the first thing I would say there. The second thing I would also say is, if this is a if this is a business that you want to create and you want it to and you want it to be a success, you can either show up and you'll get paid eventually, or you can not show up, and those bills are going to have to be paid by something else, and that's more than likely going to be a job. So you have a choice. It's up to you whether you want to go for your dreams, and and, and when you're on your deathbed, look back and go, yeah, that was an amazing ride. These bits were awful, and they didn't work out, but this did. And you're like, woohoo, that's great. Or you can sit on your deathbed and, and have regrets because you didn't go fully in because you were scared or you had limiting beliefs. Like you have a choice, and it is up to you whether you make the decision to go in the direction of your dreams or the direction of fear. So, it's up to you. Wow. I <laughs> Sorry, I kind of just kicked your butt a little bit, didn't I? <laughs> she,
1: just put, she just put you. She just put you in your place. <laughs> yes, she did. <laughs> Never thought about it like that
0: (laughs) (laughs) all right you made your point (laughs) i'm glad i'll expect to see you showing up on social media every day from now on yes yes (laughs) oh i gotta figure this thing out right now that's that's why i sat here quietly
1: I know that I am
0: not the only one. I know I'm not. So, oh, I know <laughs> it's hard. It is hard. Though. Yeah. Like it, it's like anything. Anything great doesn't come easily, does it?
1: No, right. not at all. That's, that's,
0: but that's the thing. You have
1: you have to do the work. You have to, and yeah. you know. But sometimes you just have to do it at your own pace. And I think I think a lot of times we get caught up in what everyone else is doing, and that's why when I Mm-hmm. go out on social media. I try to put the blinders on where I'm not scrolling social media so much. I'm going to social media with a purpose and that's what you know, my purpose is to to post and post those things, like you said, that will help other people. And so I try to put the blinders on and not look at what everyone else is doing because that will slow you down. That will discourage you because you're thinking, Oh my God, I got so much I have to do. I've got to be like this. I've got to do that. And it's still not true. You have to just walk in your own lane and and meet the needs of
0: who your audience
1: is. Yeah,
0: absolutely. And that comparisonitis is just so tricky because you can look at other people and you're like, oh, but they're growing quicker than me. And it's like, no, stay in your lane. Like, just go and be of service and show up and be helpful to your audience and, and, and get to know them. Because they're people right? and everybody wants to connect with somebody else. And imagine if you were that brand that sent somebody a direct message and was like, oh, I saw you were struggling with this. I thought this link to this blog post might be really helpful. Let me know if it is. Like, imagine if you were that brand that did that. Somebody would be like, oh, my goodness, that's amazing. So, like, if you can just show up and remember to be of service and remember it's about them and not you, then I think it really helps.
1: Yeah, Absolutely. Well, so this, has, this has really been great. Is there anything um, else that you would like to say to our audience that maybe we hadn't touched on um, today?
0: Sure. Firstly, just go for your dreams. Um, life is very short, so just remember to go after it. And if you need help with your marketing, I'll... I'll I'll send you guys over a free uh link where I do a training. Uh, it's a free marketing training on how to thrive in uncertain times, and uh, as natural beauty brands, and um, I, that's what I ran as part of the the Breakthrough Brands Summit that I did recently, um, and it had oh hundreds of people, um, and say it was incredible. So I'll send that over to you guys for free, so you can put put the link in the show notes if you wish. I'm um, oh, well, okay. Yeah, if anybody would like to come over to the Glow Gatter Collective, it's the com and I also hang out on Instagram at the Official.
1: Right. Yes. All right, we have
0: greatly enjoyed this
1: conversation today. Marketing is something that I can kind of sit and talk about all the time. Um so this has been great. Um I'm excited. Now you 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 got me <laughs> Ready to get up and move now. So um, I'm going to get back to it. I'm going to get back to it and I'm going to stick with it. Um, so I thank you for that. Um, and again, just thank you for today's conversation. I, I know because I was telling a lot of a couple of my friends about this particular conversation because they're wondering where to get started. Some of them have just started new businesses and don't know what to do when it comes to social media or marketing. So, I, I told a few people to check this interview out. Um, so, it was very helpful to me. So, I know it's going to be very helpful to them as well. So, thank you so much for that.
0: Oh, thank you. I thank you so much for having me. It's been so fun. Absolutely. You're we must do it sometime again down the road for sure.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Great. All right, well, thank
0: you so much. I know it's getting late where you are, so have a wonderful evening. Thank you, Lovelace, and thank you, everyone, for listening. Um, And I hope to speak to you all really, really soon again.
1: Yes, thank you. We appreciate
0: it. All right.
1: Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, guys, for tuning in. It was a great show tonight. I really enjoyed it. Uh, lots of great information out there, and we'll definitely share uh, the link um, that Ailish was talking about. Once um, once we get it, we'll put it in the show notes, and we'll also post about it on, um, on IG just so that we can share that with you guys. Um, but, again, thank you, guys, for tuning in. It's been great. Um, want to you know, tell them how they can follow us on social media? Yes, videos? exactly. I thought you were about to get off. Yes, I want to. Let them know that you can follow us first. Let me give you our Instagram first. Um, you can follow us on Instagram. we beauty underscore talk underscore media. On Twitter, we're beauty underscore talk. And then on Facebook, we're beauty talk online radio. So you can follow uh, the show there. And then you can follow Janice and I individually on our social medias. On We're on Instagram, Facebook. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and a couple of other social medias as well, but it's all uh, just by our name. Um, I'm Denise Tunnell, that's D-E-N-I-S-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, and Denise is J-A-N-I-C-E-T-U-N-N-E-L-L, so you can find us there. All right, sounds good. Thank you guys so much. Um, We have some great shows lined up. In the month of for the month of August, so you want, you're going to want to stay tuned um, for that. We are talking about the Black Creative Experience um, coming up in the. Oh, it's going to be about a good eight-part episode series, so you want to stay tuned for that. Uh, we're going to be starting to post information about that really soon. Um, I think the first show coming up is going to be makeup department head we're going to have a couple powerhouses on the line with us that night and we're just going to we is just going to dive into that conversation and then uh throughout the process we're bringing in some um some PR folks from the world of film and television uh we're going to have some editors on the line with us we have makeup artists from all over who are working in fashion um editorial, film, television, bridal, um, they're going to all be on the line with us talking. Um, some of your favorite artists will be with us. So you guys are going to want to stay tuned for that. So we're constantly um, developing these episodes. Um, and I guess, like I said, some of them are booked, and we're going to start 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 doing it um, in the beginning of August. So we're going to start talking about this Uh, in the beginning of august so stay tuned watch our instagram and facebook for more information and we're excited about it and we just want to get the conversation started so make sure you join us make sure you stay tuned and with that being said everyone have a great evening and have a beautiful and blessed week good night everybody good night
2: 1294. That's 818-691-1294. Join our program and become a friend with benefits today.